You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I'm confused. He said he was Jesus he or was, he had met Jesus? He had uh, met, in fact, Jesus Christ. Oh, he, really? He was not Jesus, but he was wanting to tell everybody that he had met him in his human form. Okay. And that he was alive and well. Oh, that's good. And he was very fortunate to get to see him. Well, that's wonderful. What was the, the reaction from, from uh, you know, well, everyone else? it was just else? him and another crazy old man talking back and forth to each other. It was just like, it was like that's neither the of best. them. I know, it was like neither of them was actually really listening to the other one. No. They were just kind of spouting their own ideas at each other. Crazy was, on crazy. That's the best. That's the best ride ever. It was amazing. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I hope people don't think that about this show. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and how. If you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a lot to get to today. We've got we've got a lot to get to. I want to hear about this story you had here at, at the top. Sure. Also, I may have a little something here at the end of the show. I may have done something last night that I'm going to reveal to everyone. That sounds that sounds really wrong. What did you did you like I'm murder going, someone? no. But I'm going to, well, I did a thing, and I recorded it, and then I want to, sh- I want you to hear what I did. Wait, no, that sounds wrong too. No oh, matter how God. I it. Well, anyway, that's coming up later on in the show. It's good. Uh, whatever it is, it's going to be super awkward. Uh, I do want to say, <laughs> remind everyone if you listen to Fun Employment Radio. Number one, thank you. You've made a wonderful choice, and you're a wonderful person. You make good life decisions. Another good life decision is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Anytime you want to buy anything from Amazon, which we all shop on the Amazons, just go to funemploymentradio.com first, sir. That would be wonderful. That's a great idea, Greg. Also, a couple of notes, since we are live here on the network. Uh, today on the network, we might have a pretty packed uh, packed day of live programming, because I do want everybody to know that about 3 p.m., Nathan Brannon, of course, uh, formerly Portland's Funniest Person, winner of Seattle International Com- wait, Seattle International Comedy Festival. There yes. we go. I've worked it out there. See that? Well, maybe you should re- maybe you should reset it because it says like formerly. You just said formerly Portland's funniest person because it doesn't sound like he got the award. It just sounds like he used to be funny and now he's not. <laughs> oh, oh no, I don't mean that. I mean I know he was like two thousand. I just can't remember the year. I think it was two thousand thirteen or fourteen. <laughs> like formerly Portland's yeah, he funniest used to be person. kind of funny. He used to be kind of funny back then. <laughs> that's not that's not how I meant that. But okay, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna drop it all together. Okay, okay. I'm gonna do it again. Coming up later today on the network, we have Mr. Nathan Brannon, of course, Portland comedian, winner of Seattle's International Comedy Festival, and a bunch of other amazing awards. He is fantastic. He's doing his show, The Hamster Village, live here on the network at about 3 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're a live subscriber, you'll get to tune into that. It's a wonderful show. And then after that, uh, we've got Guys and Balls. I believe a McMahonhorn's thrown in there. All kinds of different things. Oh, yeah. It was a big night on uh, Raw last night. Yeah, that's... Please don't ever say that again. It just sounds <laughs> uh, it just sounds so weird when you say that. Anyway, live programming on the network coming up. Okay, Sarah. Yes. I want to hear this full story now because usually it's me who encounters these people. I know on the bus because I do I do the bus riding quite a bit and 
I I, I, have been I like the crazy. Yes. I like I like as long being as around it. Being around it, not being involved with it. Yes. There's a difference. It's, True. It's entertaining to watch it. You don't want to be the person that they're talking to. So tell me about Jesus. All right. Let me tell you about Jesus. Well, first of all, so I've been riding the bus a lot lately because of uh, my car. For some reason, there's, some, there's something wrong with some part of it that I don't understand. So my friend's going to fix it. So mm-hmm. anyway, I've been riding the bus a lot. And I'm getting to see like a lot of super crazy. This one in particular, though. It was like it almost seemed too early in the morning for crazy. Okay, but he just—he's right off the bat. I could tell. I'm like, oh no, he's honing in on me. Oh I could yeah. Just tell. Well, I they don't know tell. time of day. Mm-hmm. You know, there. I, I will say this: you are right. You see, tend to see more of them in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I think there's, that's just because they're not riding the bus. When you're crazy, it's crazy all day long. Yeah, it's crazy twenty four hours a day. And bus is a different kind of insanity. Yeah. Because it's the kind that likes to be around other people, but likes to expose. You know, every. Expose. Sometimes that happens too. That does happen. Um, but likes to, likes to let everybody know what they're thinking because they assume everyone wants to know. Oh yeah, and so like, it's like they have like some. They've been let in on a big secret of the universe that only mm-hmm. they know, but they need to right. loudly tell everybody on the bus. Yeah, I mean, like I think it was last year when I was sitting on the bus and the guy kept telling me about how Bill he had to he had to stop Bill Gates. Um, Bill Gates was programming us all with some kind of computer memory thing. Anyway, we were we were all being controlled by Bill Gates. And it needed to stop. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that. Mm -hmm. Well, this guy I could tell. um, So I was getting ready. I was like waiting at the bus stop, sitting on the bench. And I hadn't seen him when I was sitting. And then the bus was approaching. I get up. And as I'm walking to the bus, I kind of see something out of the corner of my eye. And it's him. And he's kind of flailing. And he just looks at me and goes, ha! Wait, what? He looks at me. Slow down. Tell me. That's I was just walking by him. He was flailing? Like dancing? He was kind of like wiggling his arms around. And then I looked over because I had my headphones in. And I looked to the right, and he just looked directly at me and went like, ha ha! Like laughing? Yeah, like some sort of weird laughing, acknowledging thing. Like he just got away with something, or like he knew you? Like, like ha ha! I think he was trying to like communicate. It wasn't like he recognized me, and he wasn't excited. It was like an an, an excited utterance, maybe. Okay, all right. So I didn't know, so I'm like, all right, that's weird. So I get my... I get my pass, go sit on the bus. Of course, there's an empty seat next to me, and I didn't even think about it. And of course, who comes in? Oh but... no, you got to watch out for that kind of I thing. I know. I didn't did. You even... try to block it? Were there enough? No. Were there were there open seats on the bus? There weren't very many open seats. But were, was there more than one? Because there's rules to this. I know. I just I kind of always go for like the first seat because you don't want to look around the bus a lot. You don't want to make a lot of eye contact with strangers. I look. I see the. I take the first seat that I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know what's really awkward sometimes? Hmm. Encountering people on the bus that you already know. Oh, I know. Sometimes it's, so it's weird. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't have to be. It's really not anything anyone's doing because I, I often see people I know on the bus and I'm like, hi. But then I feel weird. I don't know why. I just feel weird about it. I feel it. weird too. I feel like I'm violating what they had going on. Like mm-hmm. they were just minding their own business, riding the bus, going to wherever they're going, going to work, going home. And then I get on and they see me. And if they know me, then they, they have to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I just they were just having a relaxing time and now I'm on here and I've just made it very uncomfortable for them and maybe this is like their quiet time. Well, and then it's like the awkward thing and then I ruin like, it. did they see you? And it's like, all right, like if you see them and they don't see you, then you're sitting there and then at some point you know they're going to see you and then like, do you say something? Do you say mm-hmm. hi? Or do like, or are, and then like, it's gotten past the point to where now it's kind of awkward and then you're kind of ignoring each other even though that you don't necessarily not like the person. Right. But it gets to the point where it's no, super awkward. But then it's just weird because then then you gotta, yeah, I know. So then you have to like <sighs> purposely ignore the person even though you don't really want to ignore them but you do it because it's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it is. No, that 
happens to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then I so, feel like the bad guy. So I get on the bus. Of course, this guy, uh, Crazy Pete, that's what I'm going to call him. He gets on the bus and, of course, sits right down next to me. I'm like, oh, God. But I have <laughs> no, my headphones in. you got on at the in. same stop and he just, like, followed you right there? Well, no. I mean, he was waiting for the same bus. Why didn't you let him on first? Well, he was still sitting, and I wanted to get on the bus. Oh, well, then you should have planned better, though. I know. You should have planned or just stood. Standing would have been better. No, it was a pretty crowded bus. I mean, people a lot of people were headed downtown. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you're the one that ended up sitting next to him. Would you have rather not sat next to him? Uh, I Actually, I didn't engage with him, so I it mm-hmm. didn't. I'm actually glad that I sat next to him because I got to listen to him talking. Well, okay, yeah. I suppose. Okay. So I had my headphones in, but at this point I wasn't playing any music. Like I do that, I'm sure a lot of people do that, where you put in headphones to make it look like you're listening to something, but you're not yeah. because you just don't want to talk. Sure, yeah. yeah. So I'm on the bus. Of course, he like, comes I'm in. I'm really intense about what I'm listening to right now. I don't. I can't acknowledge anything else that's going it. on. So, so the guy sits down next to him, like, oh god, and he's starting to talk. And I, then he, I can tell that he's trying to talk to me, but I'm sitting there and I'm just holding my bag and like looking the other direction. And he's to my right, and I'm kind of looking to my left toward the front of the bus. And he's he's like talking and talking. I can't really hear quite what he's saying, but I could see I could hear him like going like oh, and clearly not talking to anyone. Clearly not talking to anyone. Maybe kind of talking at me. I think that I would have if I had I looked over and made eye contact. It would have been you my, would acknowledge. It would have been my conversation. Okay. I think he was just kind of you could have like, taken the hand there. He was throwing out the fishing line. Okay. He's All just right. like who's gonna bite? And by biting, he means lock eyes with him, and then you're stuck talking. Not to him. physically bite. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, He's talking, and I'm just pretending to, like, I'm bobbing my head to, like, fake music and looking ahead. <laughs> Did you have anything playing at the time? No. No, no, no. I just Do you had, ever? Mm, sometimes. I was going to listen to music until, until like, I find, I knew that he lost interest and he wasn't going to keep trying to talk to me. So then I was just listening to him because as soon as he was, like, casting his, you know, casting his bait out, another crazy old man took it. And then they start going back and forth. So he's just turning around, like kind of almost in circles, like saying blah 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 blah. Just blah, waiting for waiting something. for like yep. somebody to pick up the radar. Yep. You're like, oh, I know, you're one of mine. And then and then carry it on. So what? So he found a partner. So he found one. Found a buddy. Yeah. So it's uh, two old crazy white dudes on the bus. Uh, talking at each other and so like the guy so <laughs> were they as, sitting across from each other or were they like p- many seats apart they were many seats apart that's the best that's the best yeah because then everybody has to be engaged whether you want to be engaged or oh, not no. you're in the middle of everybody it. was listening to the conversation and everyone's sure. kind of looking down and then like the non-crazy people were kind of looking at their phones and like smirking because you <laughs> could hear the crazy talk that's going on <laughs> it was pretty amazing so the guy so I'm sitting on the side of the bus like facing inward on the bus and so okay. like and so the crazy guy sitting next to me on my right and then the other guy that he's talking to is across the aisle and like three rows back <laughs> yes 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 okay. so they're yelling back and forth and he's just like and this is a crowded bus it's a it's a crowded bus all the seats are taken and so the guy and you know everyone else is quiet except for the guy next to me it's great though that they found each other they That's, did find each know. other He's like, how are you on this fine day, my good sir? And the guy's like, oh, every day is a blessing. Jesus Christ loves you. And they just kept going. So he was looking around, past all these seats, found that guy found and said, guy. how are you today, fine sir? Yeah, here, I wrote down some notes. Okay. So like he said, so he's like, oh, and he's just like, hey, hey, hey. And he's like, so the guy said, oh, every day is a good day. Jesus Christ loves you. And then the guy sitting next to me, that's when he started talking about. You got to like, give them a name. You gotta All right, Crazy names. Pete's next to me. Okay, and that was Rick uh, in the live chat said uh, Crazy Pete's a good name. Yeah, okay, so that's Crazy Pete. Okay, and then who's the guy in the back? Uh, that'll be Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell? Yeah, okay. Crazy All right. Pete. Because Mitchell seemed like a little more... Like, Crazy Pete was like a little wild and crazy. Like, Crazy okay. Pete looks like he owns a lot of Hawaiian shirts. 
Okay, all right. Yeah, like crazy. Is that crazy? Crazy That's... Pete. I don't know. Crazy Pete just looks like he's a little crazy. Okay. Mitchell. So he's like Jimmy Buffett only. He was like a crazy Jimmy Buffett. Okay. All right. And Mitchell kind of seemed like, uh, mm, he looked more churchy. Okay. I don't These know. These are both uh, white gentlemen? White gentlemen. Uh, Age range. Crazy Pete had like really long eyebrows. That's a strange thing to notice, but okay. Like old grandpa eyebrows. Like, like you curled? Know the ones, no, yeah, they're like an inch like long. Like Andy and Rooney like eyebrows? Sti- yeah, they were like sticking out from his face. That isn't an odd thing to notice because not a lot of people have inch long eyebrows. I would be able to have that when I get older. Oh, I know. My you, eyebrow You hairs, have that basically right now. They grow pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then Mitchell on the back, he was wearing like... You know, like a brown jacket and like a, a white button-up shirt, and okay. But they, Mitchell but was you a little both, more churchy. He looked a little more conservative, but you can crazy, see the crazy in both their eyes. Crazy Pete was, you know, crazy Pete was a little wild. Yeah, he was a little crazy. Pete will sneak a so shot Mitchell, of communion for himself there. Okay. So Mitchell across the crowd of bus is yelling at Crazy Pete, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, every day's a good day in the eyes of the Lord Jesus," or something along those lines. <laughs> something about Jesus, and then that's when Crazy Pete. Yells to Mitchell, he's like, oh, well, you know I met Jesus Christ in his human form one time. Oh, no. He met Jesus Christ in his human form. In his human form. Specifically in his human form. Uh, and so he said, Crazy Pete said that. Crazy Pete told that to Mitchell, and okay. then Mitchell's like, oh, yeah, Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Every day's like, he kept saying, like, every day's a good day for Jesus. And then Crazy Pete continued to talk. He's just like, yeah, yeah, when I met Jesus, he was he was carrying a giant eagle. It had a real big wingspan, about uh, <laughs> four feet to, to six feet long, and he was holding the eagle, and as he stretched out his arms, the giant eagle flew away. <laughs> Jesus has a big eagle? Yes. He said he had, Jesus was holding a big eagle with a wingspan of four to six feet long. That's a badass Jesus. I want yeah. a big eagle. And he's just like, and then he was, uh, he was holding the eagle with a four to six foot wingspan, and then he let it fly away, and then that was when I saw Jesus. <laughs> And then, I don't know, so I'm trying to listen because my headphone was kind of blocking, you know, a little bit of the hearing. So I finally, I got brave and I took out the headphones. So oh, like, no. Right. I'm the like, one where he could see it? Yeah, but I mean, but they were so engaged with their conversation. Crazy Pete about, and Mitchell. Crazy Pete now, and Mitchell. was there a Sarah equivalent sitting next to Mitchell? I don't know. I didn't look. I only looked at Mitchell once. I didn't okay. want to make accidental eye contact. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then they just kept talking. They, they went from Jesus to talking about money. Oh, wait. Well, so they... Wait, the guy says he's seen Jesus and Jesus has an eagle with a four to six foot wingspan that yes. flew away. Mm-hmm. And that was just dropped from the conversation? Yes. That's how you can, How do you move on from that? That's how crazy people do it. And then they started complaining about money. And but what was the next step? I want to know. There was no. It, it was just. I want to know more about eagle Jesus. That was that was it. That was it. And he's just like, and then I saw him and then he had the eagle and the four to six foot wingspan and then the eagle flew away. And then somebody, and then Mitchell started complaining about money. How money's the uh, money is the sin of the devil. Oh, not about his lack of money, but about how money's evil. Yeah, and, money is evil. Okay. And then Crazy Pete, all right, uh, disagreed with him. Crazy Pete's like, I oh, don't what? think so. I think because Crazy Pete likes money. Oh, Mitchell, Crazy Pete's a capitalist. Yeah, Crazy okay. Pete was uh, once a did a little okay little something something. Yeah, and Mitchell just thought that money was the root of all evil. And okay. then they kind of and then they just kind of tapered out. Oh man, yeah. The so Jesus thing they, with the they, eagle. They was were my on favorite. the same point. They they bonded. They created this friendship. You know that you thought was going to last, was, and then it broke up over money, which it is was typical. That very specific kind of crazy where they have like it's perfectly said where there's no f- like flub like flubbing words. Uh-huh. There's no getting flustered. Like everything is a smooth and even tone. It's like just like Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, would say, "Bless this day and bless each and every one of us." You know, like that. Uh-huh. They really can just do the sh- like the string of consciousness uh-huh. without any breaks. I met Jesus once, and he had an eagle that was four to six feet wide. And, and then when he stood up, this, and put and his the, own- yeah, and then yeah. the eagle's wingspan it was four to six feet long. And 
and as I looked at him, it was the eyes of Jesus Christ, and then the eagle spread out and flew away. Like just <laughs> the, so, it's so succinct. I love it. See, that's I love that kind it of thing. It was. It wasn't just like random babbling. Like it really mm-hmm. was a string of consciousness crazy train. I I could do that so well if I wanted to. If I wanted to go crazy, I could really let it go and be on the bus, and I could be one of those. Oh, guys. I know. That's, Never that's, go full crazy. It's kind of a scary thought. Yeah. It's, it scares me sometimes about how easy that would be and how much entertainment I would get myself out of it, mm-hmm. out of just seeing who I could get to interact with me. But I'd have to let everything go. You, that's like when I hit bottom, I'm just it. like, boom, fine. I'm going to be the crazy no. bus guy. You cannot be the crazy bus guy. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's a fine line. It's a fine line between being creative and being batshit crazy. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Because you can be kooky and then there's crazy. Yeah. And you've got to straddle oh, that fine line. A lot line. of people straddle that line. I know. Yeah, so you've got to be careful. Them. Yes, I know you I are. I know. I know you know. All right. Well, that is, that's incredible. That's, that's absolutely. It was pretty great. Like, if I'm going to be on the bus, like, I would. You might as well get some free entertainment Might out as of well it. get some entertainment. You know, get your 250 out of it. Got to get my 250. All right. And I well, think I got it. That's wonderful. Crazy Pete was worth it. Crazy Pete's amazing. I hope, maybe, I, I, I would hope, and I don't know if you did this, that you invited Crazy Pete to Fun Employment Radio Bingo on Thursday. Oh, night I think Crazy Pete Saloon. would clean up at Fun Employment Radio's Bingo Night. Well, I hope he is there. Thursday night, Landmark Saloon, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. We're uh, sponsored by Small Town Brewery, of course, not your father's root beer. Oh, let, let me, me just tell, tell you. <laughs> Stop, you just said the same thing I did. I was in the middle of talking, so it's you who are copying me. Okay, I'm finishing. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say, let me just tell you again. <gasps> I was going to say, let me just tell you. We got the ice cream in yesterday. Oh, there is ice cream Four there? Root, we're going to have not your father's root beer, alcoholic root beer floats. Oh, awesome. I am so excited. And we and they're like root beer float cups. Oh, nice. Uh-huh, like the old style, like Sunday cups, uh-huh. basically. And so we'll be serving them in that. Awesome. Yeah, so that's going to be this Thursday, Landmark Saloon. Registration's at 6. The games will start at 6.30. The bingo games. And, uh, of course, all small town brewery who is uh, sponsoring this with Not Your Father's Root Beer. That is their fine beverage. And we are looking forward to seeing everybody down there. And one other thing, though, with this, Sarah and I made a bet yesterday. Yep. There was a bet... About how Sarah would have to call <laughs> 069 when we're calling the bingo numbers. Sarah, you... realize you... we're like children, right? Yes, but I don't care. Because you <laughs> are going to have to make terrible 69 jokes over a PA in front of a lot of people. Some of whom will have not have heard this show. Oh will not God. know what you're talking about. They'll just hear the creepy lady making 69 jokes. Because I fulfilled my end of the bet last night. I haven't heard anything yet. I don't know. I've got it. We'll, we'll, I'll play it here in a little bit. I recorded myself sleeping last night because I've had this issue where I talk in my sleep and I've been having these crazy dreams and I don't really know what to think of it. And so I agreed that if Sarah would do that, then I would record myself. I recorded myself. I have audio. There are some things. What do you mean things? I'm not going to say it's like paranormal things or whatever. I don't know. Uh, There's definitely some creepy things, though. And one, I don't know. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to have to wait until we get to it. Let me just say it's, I'm embarrassed to have to play it because I don't like, no one wants to know what they sound like when they're sleeping. <laughs> oh, do you sound like a freak? And yes, I do. I'm terrified. <laughs> I scare myself. I'm scared of myself sleeping now. 
that's what's pretty much happened for wow. me. Wow. But I'll play that here in a little bit. Why, why don't we go ahead and uh, and do a little bit of World of Crazy, maybe. Okay, we in, can in maybe do that. But you, so you really do have the audio. I've got the audio. Oh, my God. And I've spent some time this morning. I haven't been able to go through all of it, but I do have... I do have some things that explain a lot about me and why I get a little sleep. Uh, oh, that's a guarantee if I've ever heard one. Yeah. <gasps> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Exillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hi, Greg. How are you? Good. You look like you freaked yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I'm very excited for this then. Well, don't get overexcited. It's not... Well, no, For me you're... personally, I'm, I'm a little... Well, because I've seen you. I'm, I'm excited that other people are going to be able to hear this because when I've, we've talked about before when we've been working on things and you've fallen asleep at your computer yeah. and you do your... <laughs> yeah. I hope that you got some recording like that. That would be amazing. I don't think I do it justice. We'll see. Ha <laughs> ha! All right, first up, out of New Hampshire, Candia, New Hampshire, to be precise, a New Hampshire man is making the news after he has chained himself to a slide in a water park to save it from foreclosure. Well, water parks are fun. Everybody's got to stand for something. Well, the owner of a now defunct water park in New Hampshire is staging a protest to prevent the sale of his former business. 46 year old Kevin Dumont owner and founder of Liquid Planet Water Park in Candia has chained himself to the top of one of the park's 30-foot water slides in hopes of saving the property from foreclosure. I mean, what's it really going to... How's that going to save it from it's, foreclosure? All you need are some bolt cutters and that, that guy's gone. I mean, is it, does it come with a business plan or a loan or anything? I mean, I don't know if chaining yourself to that is going to... Well, I like water parks. I'm very pro-water park. As I want to go on record saying that. I know. Well, as any crazy person, you know, the, as any non-crazy person would write, of course, the first thing a non-crazy person would write about the situation is, I'm not crazy, oh, but I've chained myself to the top of the water park slide tower here at Liquid Planet in Candia, New Hampshire. Uh, Dumont wrote in a Facebook post on their fan page, I am doing this in a last-ditch effort to save all that I've created. I've, I'm in foreclosure, and they're auctioning off the property on December 2nd, so I'm staying here until then to try to save it. I mean, that's sad that it's going. That it is sucks. Sad. But that really isn't going to do anything no, about it. No, it's not. It's probably not. It's just I wanted to put the story. Why was it? Why was it closing? Um, it's, he's in foreclosure. Are so kids not into water parks anymore? I don't know. They're too big with the too busy with their Facebooks and their candy crushes to avoid water parks. Water parks are fun. Oh yeah. You don't need a computer to have fun at a water park. Let me just give you. Another lesson there, kids. Wild Waves was where we would go to Yes, when I was a kid. Have you ever been there? No. We used to go to the one in Canada a lot. Victoria, at the time, Victoria, Canada, had at the, time. the largest water park in the world. Did at least ever, that's what they said. Did you ever go to that old true. water park in Albany? Do you remember what, that one? I don't know. I remember going when I was a kid. There's Thrillville, which is still there. That's on the way to Albany like the- by Enchanted Forest. Oh, I don't know if it's that one. There was one in Albany proper. I remember when I oh, was Oh, you younger. mean the cruddy uh, wave pool they had? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Well, it was exciting place. when I was a kid. Yeah. All right. I'm like a 
YMCA and they put like, oh, a motor on it. All right, it. so this is why so this is why dude is losing his water park. So the park was ordered to be closed after the Department of Environmental Services discovered several health and safety hazards, including excessive amounts of bacteria and unapproved slides. Well, that's that could probably be part of it. That could, yeah. So despite these issues, Damon is still encouraging Facebook friends to spread his cause in hopes of finding someone willing to invest in the property. There was uh, one in Salem, I remember growing up, where there was... They put it in like a strip mall, but you could see the tubes like outside of the strip mall. It always looked awesome. And then it got shut down. The rumor was because somebody put razor blades in it. Nobody put razor blades in That was in what it. we were told. Oh, wow. That's what we talked about on the school bus. They put razor blades in there. Somebody did. And all these kids got sliced up, and that's why they had to close it down. That's terrifying. Yeah. It was probably similar to what this actually was. <laughs> it's just bacteria in the water. But we heard it was razor blades. Next story out of Kobe, Japan. A Japanese man has been arrested for the second time in three years after being caught hiding inside of a storm a storm drain in order to film up the skirts of female pedestrians. Oh God! In a storm Wait, drain. Wait, up a though. storm drain. In a storm drain. He's hiding in a storm drain, desperately trying to get pictures up women's skirts. Wow, that's just a special kind of desperation. All right, so Yasumi Harai, uh, 28 years young, allegedly hid inside of a sewer system in Kobe for five hours in order to use his smartphone to film up women's skirts. So Harai was discovered when a woman noticed his hair sticking up through the grate and informed local police of his presence. That is a real special kind of creep. That is like a super kind of creep. Uh, Harai admitted to the crime, telling police he had been hiding in the drain since 3 a.m. to be prepared to film. Oh, jeez. I got a long day out of me. Sorry. <laughs> got to hit the head early. Uh, wait, well, hit the head. Hit the bed early. Hit the bed. <laughs> Upon searching Harai's phone, uh, police found several photos and videos of women's underwear. Oh. Harai was convicted of the exact same crime in 2013, where he again was hiding in a storm drain oh my near a university. How does he get in? Well, I mean, I guess there's ways in. I guess you just lift man, it up. That's just, ugh. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a special kind of commitment. Yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, who wants to like do that desperate? You'll hide inside of the sewer system. Well, well, this guy is. I mean, it's the internet, man. Come on. All right. Well, we all know apps like Uber and Tinder. You know, they exist and they've allowed people to use their smartphones to be able to find some. You know. Uh, to fulfill some sort of necessity. Like, you can find, you know, dates or whatever you do on Tinder. Tell me about the internet, Sarah. Uh, on Uber, you can... Uh, <laughs> Tell me all about it. You can you can get yourself a vehicle. Although I prefer Lyft. Um, however, there is a new app that has been designed out of New York City that will help you find strangers in the area that you can set up a fight with. Oh, that you'd like to fight. And instead of... Uh, let's see. So it's called Rumbler, and it's an app designed to allow users to use their GPS to find and message strangers in their area in order to set up fights. So it's kind of like a mobile app fight club. Is there an IQ limit to download this app? The official Rumbler website features the slogan, Meet, Fight, Conquer, and describes the app as Tinder for Fighting. None of wow. this makes any sense. The team behind the app says, We have raised relatively substantial funding from private American investors, and the app is fully developed. The website describes several features, including chat functionality, the ability to f- uh, filter searches by type of fighting that you want to do, as well as a detailed list of statistics for each fighter. How is this 
legal? I don't know. I mean, I guess if two people want to fight each other, that's not really a crime, but there's got to be... If, I don't know. Oh, it says, well, the private prim- residence, I suppose. Well, the primary purpose of the app is to set up fights, uh, and a statement on the website encourages users to watch the fights as well. It says you don't need to fight to use Rumbler. With Rumbler Explore, anyone can browse and attend fights close to them. That's the part where I would think there's something illegal. Yeah. So right now... You're setting up fights for spectators. There's got to be something with that. Well, right now the app is only available online before coming to phones because they're having some legal issues putting it up in the Apple Store. Wow, and so the creators also who came up with this said that they're going to employ a hands-off approach after the fights are arranged, so they're not going to be legally responsible if something bad happens. Yeah, that's going to work out well for them. Mm. All right, I have such a random array of stories today, but I like them. Greg, there's a new up-and-coming trend. Well, this trend has been here for a while. Okay. But there's a way that you can make it more easily accessible for yourself. By purchasing just a simple accessory. Okay. Greg, have you heard of the man bun? I've heard of the man bun, yes. I'm aware of the man bun. I am anti-man bun. All right. For myself, well, anyway. Is it because maybe you don't feel like you can fully grow a sufficient man bun? I can grow one. Well, you don't know for sure. I could. My hair might be long to, enough fact, now grow a man bun. to actually put it up. Well, Greg, worry no longer. Because I can grow a man bun too. if I want to grow a man bun. Now you, too, can have access to a man bun. Yes, because there's a company that has invented clip-in man buns. Greg, are you in the market for a clip-on man bun? Does that come with counseling? Because that's some serious self-esteem issues. Now, those who may not be able to bun. get the messy man bun that they desire can now participate in one of the hottest trends in men's fashion. Yes, you yourself can be a proud owner of a clip-on man bun. And now, for a limited time, Groupon has a special offer where you can get your clip-on man bun for $9.99 in black, brown, or blonde. Now, the buns themselves are valued approximately at $65.34 each and are targeted for the man who wears many hats but just can't grow a man bun. That is... oh. It is an attachable and detachable clip-on man bun. So if you find yourself walking into a man bun scenario... I'm feeling like a man bun today. I'm feeling like uh, this coffee shop needs me to be wearing a little bit of a man bun. Calls for a man bun. And then, you know, once you exit a that coffee shop... A man bun. Oh. Once, once you exit that coffee shop and you have to go to, like, the store to get something printed out, you can unclip your man bun, put it right. in your pocket, and get back to business, Greg. You can party on the weekends and then, yeah, keep it, keep it real... During the week. You can go from man bun nibbler to just just regular cool nibbler. Uh Oh. So what, these guys are just walking around and then all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere they've got a man bun? You should probably get one. You know you have to grow your hair for a while to be able to do that. I will say that. So if they, these are dudes with short hair, like, like businessmen, like, like some dude with a crew they cut just clips in a man bun, like, oh, wow. Well, they have to have hair to clip I never noticed you had that long hair. Oh, yeah, dude. I've always had a man bun. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about, man? Bun. All right, and finally, a new study has come out revealing why a high percentage of Chinese men are purchasing sex dolls so that they don't cheat on their wives. Yes, a high percentage you know, of 
Right, okay. uh, Chinese men who work away from home for long stretches of time are now buying expensive lifelike sex dolls so they don't cheat on their wives. Yes, millions of men in China leave their homes and families to work in cities only to return home every weekend or less. But as loneliness sets in, they do feel a need for companionship. And instead of turning to prostitutes, thousands of men are now purchasing high-quality sex dolls made of soft, rubbery materials that feels like skin with adjustable hands, a removable head, and genitals. A, a removable head? Why, I don't know why they put <laughs> removable head in this. Uh, I don't know. There's something weird about that. Well, one of these uh, patrons who has purchased... A fourteen oh, so it's a fourteen uh, hundred pound. So it's pounds, so that's more. So it's probably like a two thousand dollars sex doll. That's an expensive sex All right, doll. So this uh, an automotive. Wouldn't it just designer, be cheaper to go to prostitutes? Well, th- let me tell you why. Why a lot of Chinese men are starting to buy these significant other sex dolls that they'll leave in their homes that they have in the city. So this is the story of an automotive designer who only gave the name Lou. He's twenty nine years young. He forked out two thousand dollars on his sex doll. Now, he said that he's been married for over 10 years and has a toddler, but does not want to be unfaithful, but needs to satisfy his sexual appetite while he's away Ew. from his wife. Is that how he describes it? I need to satisfy my sexual appetite. <laughs> satisfy my sexual appetite. Oh. When interviewed about it, he told the Japan World Times... crazy. just full of gross today. Honestly, it's very easy to just World pay a, gross. a little bit of money to find a woman to have sex with in China, to satisfy my sexual appetite with in China. But I simply cannot bring myself to cheat on my wife, so instead I purchased a sex doll. Uh, even though he did spend $2,000 on it, he says he is disappointed. He said, as an industrial designer, I can't neglect the lack of realistic details. You're sticking your dick in a doll. Wow. I cannot believe how it's not as realistic as a human. It's just really mind-boggling. He said that he just used it a few times, but it doesn't really do... I'm, if you say you just use it a few times, you know, that's like a few times a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one of the owners of uh, who sells these high-end sex dolls says uh, that his clients are professionals in their 30s and 40s, and he thinks that they should be commended for their faithfulness because they're seeing uh, the dolls instead of prostitutes. Also, Good there's a job. big community... Good job not cheating on your wife with a prostitute, buddy. Also, because of this... Um, Men are actually becoming emotionally attached to their sex dolls because they're spending a, a greater <laughs> majority of their time with this inanimate sex object than uh, they are with their actual wives that they'll only see like one day a week when they come home to visit. Yeah, what's that movie with uh, Ryan Gosling where he's the real real girl, the real doll? Yeah, he he goes a little bonkers and he has a sex doll that's his girlfriend. Lars and the real girl. Lars and the real girl. There we go. All right. Um, Although that movie's just kind of sad. Yeah. Well, there is a huge community of people who are in love and emotionally attached uh, to and with their sex dolls. They call themselves Friends of Dolls. There are thousands of them who anonymously use online forums to share reviews, experiences, and advice when it comes to their sex dolls. The numbers of these communities and groups have risen from a few hundred to more than 20,000 people who are parts of these Emotionally supportive groups. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you know, whatever. I guess they're not hurting anybody. You know, more power to you. The I Chinese don't know if I would need to really announce it to the world. Yeah, the Chinese sex toy market is estimated at up to fifteen billion dollars per year. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of real dolls. 
I mean, I guess they have a lot of people, but still. There are a lot of people. Fifteen billion dollars? Mm-hmm. We need to get into some side businesses here. Well, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Uh, sex doll exporter, actually. That's my, my, by trade. And by the way, I do want to say for the record, I think that there can be attractive man buns. Are you sure you don't just mean there can be attractive men who happen to have a man bun and you forgive the man bun? Well, I mean, I Wait, think- are they men who would be attractive with or without the man bun? Hmm. It's like Brad Pitt walking around. He has a man bun. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Brad Pitt's going to be, you know, it really has nothing to do with the man. The man bun is gross. Brad Pitt in a man bun. Well, no, what I'm saying is the man bun. It's it's just just the name alone. The name alone should be enough not to do it. I've had long hair a good portion of my life. Have you ever had a man bun? No, I've, I've had the ability to, but I will not. I've also never done the ponytail. That's a lie. I could tell that you just lied. You just looked to the left. I did it once as yes, a joke. Yes, I knew it. I could tell that you lied. You're I a, did it once. You're a terrible liar. I did it once. I did a ponytail once because I was doing something and I had hair. It, hair kept getting in my face. And then I never do it again. Man, that's dumb. All right. Let's, um... What do you have? Is the, is the thing ready? Well, I mean, I've got that here. I've got the audio here. Well, what do you want to do? Well, maybe we should do... Maybe we should do this before we... Before we, uh... Ooh. Before we do World of Crazy, sir. You mean oh, wait, before we do we did World of Crazy. I'm, I'm nervous about playing this. It's not I like it's the... I know you are. Why don't we do a little bit of ball talk, and then we'll, then we'll go straight into this. Okay. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Very short ball talk today. Very small balls. Whoever uh, works for Turner Licensing, in charge of their Major League Baseball calendar accounts, is probably not having a good day today. Because this is what happens. So Turner Licensing apparently makes... They're, they're, quote, the leader in sports calendars. You know, most sports teams, they end up putting out a calendar for oh, yeah. fans, all that I kind of stuff. I always see those. Yeah. Well, the Washington Nationals have their 2016 calendar come out into stores just, uh, just recently. Okay. However, there is one issue. So the Washington Nationals play in Washington, D.C. The cover photo on the Washington Nationals calendar... Features Fenway Park in Boston. Hmm. Like, not just the wrong picture, the wrong stadium and city. <laughs> if you think about that, that is a pretty huge mistake. That's a pretty big deal. It's a calendar of the Washington Nationals. That would be like the Blazers having a calendar and then having it in Staples Center or something, wouldn't it? That would be, yeah, along those lines. Yeah. Only even more so because once you're out, these outdoor baseball stadiums, they look completely different. Yeah, yeah. And Fenway, let alone, is one of the most recognizable stadiums in all of all of at least American sports. And that is the one that's on the cover of the Washington <laughs> Nationals oh, wow. calendar. So that got through a lot of people. And that happened. All right, moving on to ball talk. Um, it's short ball talk, so I'll do I'll do this. Uh, 
You know what? I'm just going to do two stories because we have a bunch of stuff on this other one. This this is just plain cool. The Saskatoon Blades are a hockey team, sir. The Blades. I like that. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan Blades. I'm a Saskatoon Blade. Not sure how many blades are in Saskatoon, but nonetheless, that is their minor league hockey team. And they are doing something really cool for special jersey night. So minor league hockey teams are kind of like minor league baseball teams in that they do different stuff, you know, things to get people to come show up to the games. Mm. And what they are doing... Like bobblehead night? Yeah, bobblehead night. I don't know if hockey teams do bobblehead night or not. Probably not because you can't really see their heads. But they do this. Their jerseys for that night, for, for a night coming up in December, are going to be honoring Star Wars. And since they are in the north with the snow... In particular, it's pictures of Imperial Walkers from Empire Strikes Back. It's the coolest jersey I think I've seen in quite a long time. Now, we've seen some of the ones where the baseball baseball teams have done, um, you know, R2-D2 jerseys. These, these are pretty cool. And I'll post a picture in our live chat, and we'll post a link to it on, uh, on our uh, website where you can go to see these. It's, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. So, awesome. These are the Saskatoon Blades uniforms. And I want one. So, Canadian <laughs> listeners, Canadians who live in Saskatoon, I know we have a lot of Canadian listeners in Alberta and Calgary. I don't know if anybody's in Saskatoon listening to this right now, but I sure would like one of those jerseys. You and everybody else. Not as much as I want one. Okay. Oh, they've got a couple of different themes, too. It is really cool. So we'll, we'll put a link to this at FunEmploymentRadio.com under this episode link. I want a Saskatoon Blades Star Wars themed jersey. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. We need to remind everybody that now is a fine time to get your pictures taken. Yes. Because D. Leonidas Photography has a fantastic deal for Fun Employment Radio listeners. So here's what I want you guys to do. Go to funemploymentradio.com, which is a great website in its own right. And we have an ad on there with the logo from D. Leonidas Photography. Click on that logo. So if you're on your computer, it's on the right-hand side. If you're on your phone, just scroll to the bottom. Click on that so you can take a look at this exclusive deal that's just for listeners of Fun Employment Radio and your friends, too. Tell your friends, of course. Of course. You have to spread the word. Absolutely. Fun Employment, it's the Fun Employment Radio holiday special. It's conveniently $69. Awesome. Which is, which is hilarious, since that's what you're going to be saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, the bingo uh, number. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but no, it's such a good deal. So it's a specially priced photo package. It includes a 60-minute session in studio with two wardrobe changes, and you get four high-res retouched digital images. Which is amazing. If we want to get a headshot, you can have, like, one professional, one, you know, right. wild and crazy, whatever you want. Get a holiday picture. Do or anything. Take a picture with your best friend. Ta- yeah, take a holiday picture. Take a school picture. Take, take a picture a, with your dog. Take your kids' pictures. Yeah, your dog. <laughs> whatever it is, these are – it's such a good deal. And they are such fantastic photographers. We really want you to take advantage of this. So it's sixty nine bucks. That's you're not going to find a better deal than that. Um, so go to funemploymentradio.com, click on that link, and that way they know you know you're going through our website, and it takes you to their website and to and specifically to the page with that deal on there. And also, let me just say because uh, you had said it before, but their high resolution retouch digital images. Yeah. 
they make you look flawless. Yeah. Uh, Greg and I know this from experience. Uh, David has photographed us many times. He's incredible at what he does. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so and it's going to make you look good. It'll make you look good. He'll make you look good. He'll make whatever you want to take a picture of look good. It's going to be awesome. So funemploymentradio.com. Click on the D. Leonidas photography link. All right. I'm so excited. Well, don't don't overhype this. I'm not overhyping it. I don't. I am excited. What am I supposed to be? All not, right. Fine. I'm, okay. I'm supposed to not be excited? Should I pretend to not be? <sighs> so here's the thing. Let me give a little bit of a preface to this. I have trouble sleeping, which is obvious. I've talked about this before. I only sleep a few hours a night. And I also know that I, uh, I talk in my sleep. You said that you've like woken yourself up, right? I've woken myself up talking in my sleep before. <laughs> but I, and I've been told that I talk in my sleep as well. And I've never actually heard what I'm like sleeping. This is why this is so weird. This is why this is unnerving me. Last night, though, in honor of the bet that Sarah is going to be doing at the small town brewery, God, we're at the saloon, bingo night. I we haven't reiterated what it is. Well, you're going to have to make jokes every time O sixty nine is called oh, during God, bingo disgusting night. Disgusting jokes, sick jokes. Oh God. Well, here is what I did. I humiliated myself and recorded myself sleeping. I did it last night. A uh, couple of notes. One, I was alone. Shocking revelation. <laughs> I'm shocked. Shocked. There were Not no animals shocked. in the room. Um, and, but I did have a fan on. And since this was just kind of a spur of the moment thing, I sleep with a fan because I like the noise. I sleep with a white noise machine. Yeah. See, yeah. I, like the no- I like the noise of a fan. I tried to aim it away from the recorder. But I slept in my bed upstairs. Converted attic was where I live in my house that I own in Southeast Portland with my two roommates downstairs. And I set the recorder right on my nightstand right next to where I sleep, that side of the bed. And I recorded some things. Now, the recordings that I have, and I will play them here for you, I want you to know that the the there's... I didn't like add anything into any of these just to make sure that that's all clear. This is just kind of on a timeline of my night. You can hear the fan, and I, what I want to play for you is I picked out a couple of these things because I went through the five hours of recording just briefly this morning. Because you can, can tell when there are like you can tell when there's the audio. Yeah, you can tell when there's a little bit of a spike in the audio from when something out of the ordinary happened. The rest of it's just kind of the fan noise, which here's you know the fan noise is is that, which is kind of loud, and I realize that. So I'm going to play a couple of different clips of things that happened during the night. One, I'll play the, the the unedited version, and then I'll play the edited version where I tried to lift out the fan noise. It's got kind of a an electronic noise to it, but you can hear the isolated audio a little bit better. Okay. But this is an example, though, this, this so first when, one. So what is it? Does it sound like mechanical or something? Yeah, a little bit, because I lifted the fan noise out of it. <gasps> All right. Ooh, Digitally. Magic. Well, yeah. Digital lifting. That's what I do. Greg has big digital muscles. Well, no, I just shouldn't have, rec- I shouldn't have recorded this with the fan on, but there was no way I was going to sleep without the fan on. So here's here's one. This is uh, this is about. So I went to bed. I couldn't sleep. So I, of course, I, I probably fell asleep around twelve thirty. I started the recording at twelve. And judging by this audio, this first one is probably about one in the morning. So I'd been asleep for probably a half hour or so. And this is kind of what I. Just this is this one is not the greatest one. But I want to just give an example of the noises I made. (laughs) 
You're terrifying. So it's it almost sounds like I'm trying to say something, and I don't really know what's going on Are here. Are you being so let me, smothered? Let me try. Here's the edited version. See, it sounds like I'm trying to make words, but I really don't know what I was saying at this point. I don't know what Maybe I was you were being smothered. doing. It doesn't sound like I'm snoring. I wasn't because it's not consistent. There are a couple of moments in here in the recordings where it, it's pretty clear that I'm snoring. This was not one of those moments. I don't really know what that was, but that's just an example. I make a lot of noises. So let me go through here. There's a couple other ones I'm going to play here. This is what it's like to sleep next to me, ladies. So here's... <laughs> You're missing out, ladies. Yeah. So that is unedited. But hear how deep that sound is. That's my voice, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess it sounds like you. So here's a here's an edited version. So again, I don't know what I said. I know these are not the best recordings ever, uh, but it does get a little bit better because there are some some very clear things that are said. All right, we'll just go to the next one here. I believe I'm saying no. Now I've woken myself it's up. It's not like you said, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I'm saying no. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I'm saying no <laughs> right there. So that is one of the things that I have woken myself up saying no before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew. So that's in the middle of that. That was about 3.30 in the morning. Okay, the witching hour. When that happened, when I said no. And there's a few other things where I... That one sounded funny. I don't know what that one was. Do it again. I'm just, I'm fulfilling my part of the bet here. So this is what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like someone's taped your mouth shut and you're being held captive. That sounds like you're underwater. See, but I'm saying something. Oh. I'm going to have to do this without the fan going. All right. Well, anyway, there's there's those. There is one other one, though. And I remember waking up for this. Because I, I remember when it happened. And this was at about... Uh, let me look at the time. Probably about 4.15... And I remember the dream specifically. And I woke myself up with this one. And that's why I remember the dream. So this is, I swear, this is unedited. This is, (laughs) 
This is what happened. Um, I was having a dream about our bingo night, and so last night, last night, what I was doing at home was I'm having stress dreams about our bingo night. Too. It's just a f- bingo night. We shouldn't be having stress I dreams. I know, but no, right? My stress dream had to do with um, <laughs> I was making the bingo cards, and I thought I had messed up the bingo cards last night because they're sponsored cards. Long story short, it, it costs a little more money than we thought it was going to cost, and so I'm I'm printing part of it at home. I thought I had accidentally duplicated the bingo cards during the printing process, and that I printed like 20, and then there was just like the same 20 cards over and oh, over. Oh God, that is a nightmare. It was horrifying because I'm like, that's a lot of money yeah, if we, we had mess to, like, that up. Hand make the- oh, God. So anyway, I freaked out about that for a while last night. I didn't go through all these cards and like figure out if I, had, I duplicated them or not. And uh, I turned out I hadn't. But somehow that translated through in the night. And I had this dream. We were at Landmark on Thursday night having the bingo night. Oh, God. And everyone and- had the same card? No. Oh. No, but I was passing... That's my nightmare. Okay. okay. Well, no, I was passing out the cards. This was, I mean, it's real specific. And I, I knew everybody who was there. And I passed out the cards, and then we were getting ready for the night. And then in my, my head, I was like, wait a minute, no, it's not the right night. And I told everybody, I want the cards back. And I started taking cards away from people. Wow, you're a jerk. Well, they, it wasn't the right night. I needed the cards back. Otherwise, we weren't going to have cards. And so I was taking them away from people, and everyone started to get really mad at me. And like everyone turned and was staring at me, and that's when I realized I was in a dream, and I said something, and this is what woke me up, is when I said this. I, I swear, I know it's... Not real. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you. It sounds like... Not real. I said you're not real. <laughs> and this is what I said to listeners at Landmark in my in my dream. You're not real? Not real. And I woke myself up with that one. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> not real. So that is something I said. <laughs> All right, final thing here, if you really want to know what it's uh, like here, I'm just fulfilling my end of the bet. This is well worth it. Um, and this is, this is the last part. This is what it was. This is what it is, uh, like when I wake up because I did it, I recorded it all the way through to the alarm. (laughs) I'm a bit of a spaz and. Oh my God. Did you get the spaz? I got my spaz when the alarm goes off. So. And then you can hear me like clicking at the. Clicking the alarm at, like, giving yourself a few more minutes. No, I'm just trying to turn it off. <laughs> that is how I wake up every oh morning. Oh my god! That is how I wake up every that morning. That is amazing. <laughs> I did a pretty good impression of that from when I saw you fall asleep on the couch. (laughs) That is awesome. All right. Oh, fuck. All right. You totally fulfilled it. Yep. So there we go. I recorded myself sleeping. I'm just going to remove the 69 ball from there. Damn it. Nope. That is going to happen. (laughs) That is going to happen. Oh, my God. So there we go. I'm really glad you got the alarm. That's funny. Thank you. Thank That's, you very much. That was my favorite one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I recorded myself sleeping. I challenge anyone else to do it, too. All right. Send us an email, footemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. 
Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful. Yeah. Do you feel weird now that everyone knows what you sound like when you're sleeping? Yes, it's very uncomfortable to have that happen. Mm-hmm. I feel very exposed. Exposed. Uh, coming up today on the Fun Employment Radio Network at about 3 p.m., Nathan Brannon will be airing his show, The Hamster Village, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Uh, so if you're a live subscriber, definitely tune in to that. Yes. It is great. And so it's going to be a, it's going to be a really good show. And then following that, I believe, will be McMahonhorn at about 5.30 and then Guys and Balls at about 7. Awesome. It's a, so a chock-full day. Chock-full day right here on Fun Employment Radio on the network. Uh, you can, of course, find out more information about subscribing, funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. All right. I think we've done enough enough damage today. I'm proud of you. That was That's a scary thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would never there. do that. I would never, ever do that. So now I'll just be the creepy person at the bingo night. Yep, there we go. That we're both having panic dreams about. Yep, indeed. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. You are all, like I said, wonderful. All right. Crazy Pete. Yeah, that's right. Crazy Pete is oh, still out there waiting for you. By the Pete way, Jesus has an eagle. Now you know. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.